welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. <clears throat> Today's March 14th, 2021. Um, is March 14th, is that a, a, a holiday or a famous day of some sort? Is that um, like, that's not the Ides of March, right? That's the 15th, I think. No, wait, there's something on my calendar. Hang on, let me, I have to, I can't see that far. Hang on, let me go. Right, let me, yeah, because there's something on it mine says, too. But. Oh, Mothering Sunday in the UK. Oh. So it's Mother's Day, basically, in the UK. Oh, mine says the same thing. That's weird. I mean, I don't know if it's weird or not, but I've never heard of that. But yet our, both of our calendars say, which, what calendar is that of yours? Um, it's a Great Dane puppies calendar. Oh, mine's a bacon calendar. Maybe it's the same company or something. Must be, yeah. Cause I also have daylight saving times. Did you sleep in yeah. today? Cause there's daylight saving time. Well, it's funny because, um, I woke up at five 45 and I was so irritated that it was five 45 and I was awake. And then I looked at my phone, which, you know, automatically changes. And I saw that it was 645 and then I wasn't as angry anymore. And I just got up. You have that clock in your bedroom that shoots the time up to the ceiling. Is that the one you looked at? Yeah. And that doesn't automatically update? The part that shines to the ceiling, it's actually run by battery. And so if it says 645, um, it's probably actually like 641 because it runs by battery. Like it doesn't hold the time as well. So um, about once a month or so I have to go and like reset it because it gets ahead. That's really strange. Yeah. But also um, I just Googled March 14th because when you said that, I thought, man, March 14th is something it's pie day. Oh, no wonder. I remember. So yeah. wait, I'm going to introduce you first um, with me. Is um as always is my sister Lindsay. I didn't do that. Um, this is episode 119. I didn't do that either. Okay, so I remember a couple of years ago when I was part of the and by part of I mean the only person on the meal committee at work. On yeah. pie day, we went and got uh like 25 pies from this restaurant, all these different kinds of pies. Um, and I obviously charged it to the company because that's what the meal well, committee did. And then we yeah. set it out at like two o'clock after lunch and just, I, I sent out a ridiculously stupid email to everybody in the building saying there's pies available. And um, man, I miss pie day. I want another one of those. Yeah. yeah. The only pie I like is uh, Oreo pie. So, eh. but I do like pie the math. Yeah. Um, I think I like, I like Oreo math. pie better than pie the math, even though I'm not a huge fan of Oreo cookies. What I do like, we talked about this a few weeks ago. I do like, um, didn't Anna make something that had Oreo cookies in it recently? Oh yeah. No, Yeah, we, I don't remember. I'm still a little foggy from being sick. So no problem. Don't, don't count on me for <laughs> accurate information. Okay. Um, all right. So <laughs> let's see, but that was a long ramble. Um, I'm going to just go into my stats now because I don't really know how to segue to it. Um, okay. In book three, for the first time in a few weeks, I'm actually up words overall. I'm up 480 words to 54,972. Uh, I did delete some words this week and I did add some more words this week, although I didn't do much writing this week. And, uh, but, but 
doesn't matter because a giant hurdle was overcome. And I'm very happy about that. So uh, book one of my mystery, what's going to become a series I've decided is it's still at zero words. Last week I said during the podcast that I'd plotted into chapter six. Well, actually I didn't. I had only plotted in chapter five. So as soon as we were done podcasting last week, I felt guilty. So I, for lying to you people. So I opened up my plotter and I plotted two more chapters. And now I can honestly say that I have plotted into chapter seven uh, of 31 total chapters. So I say 31 because that is the Udemy video guide that I'm using on how to write a mystery novel. Once I'm done with the 31 chapters, it'll probably turn into more, um, but we'll see. Uh, Mayor Light, I am holding steady at 845. I have not sent anything out since I did the video email about a month ago, maybe three weeks ago. And oh, I've been I still have to watch that. Shoot. I'm going to make a uh, note right now. I've been trying to figure out what I wanted to do next for a video. And I don't know if I can do this, but I was thinking about strapping a camera to Max. It would have been better to do it when I was um, at work last week where I could strap a camera on him. and But then I could only be gone for like 10 minutes. I couldn't leave it on him for like 12 hours. Yeah. Um, and the mom and dad come and get, came and got him each day that I was at work, but they didn't come until like 10, 11, 12. So I couldn't leave it, leave it on him for like five hours. But I like the idea of strapping a camera on him. If I go to like the grocery store, no, that's too long to maybe like if I go through a drive through, go get breakfast at McDonald's and it takes like five minutes just yeah. to be like, here's what Max does when I leave. And I think that'd be an interesting video. He probably just, lays by the door waiting for you to get back. Well, I know he barks at the window for a period of time, um, but I don't know what he does after he, I mean, maybe he barks the whole time. I have no idea. Um, but I'm thinking about, I, I don't know if I have, I have a GoPro so I can do that, but I don't think I have something that I could strap around him. Um, I so just that, duct tape it. That's probably the best thing to do. Um, that is that that right now is at the top of my list as the next email video that I want to send out, but I haven't actually decided yet. I also want to do a tour of my golf simulator at some point once it's done. I don't know that the people who read my email are going to care too much about that though, because my my email is always I always end it with something about Max, and I feel like I should, that's what this video should be about. It'll be bonus material. That's probably what it would be. Yeah, it's, I think that's something I would do is either put it in an email along with the max video or just put it on the YouTube channel and just see what happens. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so those are, those are my stats. Um, well, my book two word count is at 35,146. I'm up 2,514 words, which nice. for being sick all week, I think that's pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, I still have 616 active subscribers. I have many changes. I haven't said anything out in a couple months um, and I have zero ads running. So my stats are super, super boring. Um, <laughs> My, it's funny because my news is just as boring. I don't have any. Um, I am still working on Maybe You Should Talk to Someone by Lori Gottlieb. It is really good. It's it's a big book. Normally, I could probably read it in three or four days, but um, there's just been a lot going on. I've been injured and sick and just I need to pull it together. Um, but it is really good and I highly recommend it. So I, I know you don't have any writing news and I think you're probably going to go over you know, how you wrote when you get to the last week's recap section, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause yeah. I was thinking maybe you don't have any writing news, but you, you did 2,500 words. I mean, that's kind of newsworthy. So well, um, I wrote them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, before we get into my actual writing news, I just want to say that, and I mentioned this before, actually during that little lull that we had that I'm going to edit out when um, <laughs> I, I, the sound went away for a second. I'm in a, this is the beginning of fantasy baseball draft week. It's one of my favorite things about March. Um, I, I have one that literally is starting right now. Uh, it's on the first pick. I have the 10th pick and it's a two hour 
draft, meaning each person has two hours to make their pick. And most people will take like five seconds, but, but if you're at work or if you're, you know, you, and it doesn't, the timer doesn't run in the middle of the night either. So, you know, if you go to sleep at 11 o'clock and it, it's your turn, you don't get an auto pick or anything like that. But uh, um, this, so this draft just started. It's possible that during this podcast, you could hear me live put pick my first round pick in this draft. I'm hoping that Trey Turner falls to me at 10. I know you don't care, but I'm hoping that he does. Um, I don't think he will, but I'm hoping. That he does. <laughs> Sorry. I was watching uh, Toby feel up Pam's leg. That is so, <laughs> such an, oh, that's a, it's that's so a, awkward. It's so awkward. Anyway. Um, all right. So in terms of my writing news, I still have three ads running on Amazon with my custom text, you know, which door would you choose uh, um, text, whatever you want to call it. And it's, everything is the same as last week, except I have more impressions. I have no more clicks. That means I have a lower click rate. Um, last week it was one in four twelve and one in three forty six. This week it's one in six forty five and one in four seventeen. So they're obviously going up because there are impressions but no clicks. Still spent a dollar twenty two. Remember last week I mentioned that it was odd seeing that dollar five on my credit card because yeah. I had paid off all my debt and I was excited to see the zero. I believe it was Wednesday night that I woke up in the middle of the night and I grabbed my phone. And the first thing I did was go to bank of America and pay off that stupid thing. I, I would have waited for my paycheck, which was yesterday, but I just woke up in the middle of the night. And was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. And I just went and paid it off. Um, it was a dollar five. So it was no big deal. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's good. Um, I'm still kicking around the idea of two things. Number one, creating a bunch of ads where the, uh, the bid rate is super low to where I won't get very many impressions, but it, it won't take, it would only take like one sale. I could get 20 impressions, make a sale and still make money. Um, or the other thing that I'm kicking around is based on the fact that these Facebook ads are doing pretty well is create an ad, maybe one or two ads with, with large bids, like maybe 50 cents. And thinking that if enough people saw it, enough people, somebody would buy it because that's what's happening with Facebook. But with that, I'd have to, I'd have to make, you know, one out of every five clicks would have to be a sale or I would lose money. So yeah. And you'd just, have to watch that like a hawk just to make sure you weren't going down. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get, you set the cap at like five bucks a day, but you know, you don't want to be spending yeah. $5 every day or it's a giant waste of money. Yeah. So unless you were selling a bunch of them. So so in terms of the Facebook ads, so last week with Facebook was my worst week um, with this whole theme of what door would you choose? The funny thing is it was significantly higher than any of my previous, what, you know, before I started that doors theme, but yet it was still really low. And um, I think it's because I added in that little thing last week where I excluded people who had already seen the video, meaning everybody who saw it, that, that was the first time they were seeing it but I will say it did it. That means all the people that saw it. Yeah. Like I said, it's the first time they were seeing it. And, and it, it did. One thing that I noticed that was weird was it elicited some weird conversation, like comments. There was the guy who I mentioned a, a month or two ago, who was just posting like comment after comment, after comment, like 27 to 30 comments on there. And I ended up hiding it from him uh, or, or whatever it was that I did so that other people didn't see his comments. Yeah. Well, He's back. I don't know why he's back. And he wrote the following. He wrote, <clears throat> I didn't, it's about time travel. I didn't discover it. I've been gifted with it. There's a huge difference, fool. I, I don't know why he wrote that. And then he answered himself by saying, I will tell you my future looks bright. It's going to be amazing. So I like his optimism, but it's strange. I feel like maybe, um, maybe he has a, a, some sort of mental disorder. Um, you know, a, a different 
personality or maybe like some paranoia or something where he's having these conversations in his head and he's answering your ad? I, I don't know, maybe, but uh, yeah. The, the, uh, and then I also got um, a, a comment where it was like this philosophical thing about time travel that like three or four parent people were carrying on this conversation. It was really strange, like, you know, a complex question, but assuming you can return to your anchor point, some point in the future would allow you to see your time, blah, blah, blah. And they just kept going through this whole Ray Bradbury is brought up and they're talking about future generations and the multiverse theory. And I'm like, this is over my head, people. Um, yeah, they're way smarter than me. And then somebody else said, I, I do believe time travel, but I don't know how I can do it. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. I mean, okay interesting anyway so it was it was interesting to to when i excluded all the people that had already seen it it brought in this whole new batch of people and all of a sudden the conversations got a little different instead of just a like or a share yeah which is nice so so this week what i did was i went back and i looked at of, of all the the six ads i've run so far i looked at the the one that was most successful and that was uh one from february 15th to february 21st uh that's probably uh, that was my best one by far. That was a huge one. And I basically just duplicated it and we'll run that for the next six days and we'll see what happens. I'm curious. My, my, my question is, was, was last week's ad just, was it a bad idea to exclude people who hadn't seen it before? Or is it starting to go down because I've been doing this for like, you know, three or four months, the, the whole, which door has been the last six weeks. Do I need to change it up again? And I'm, I'm not mm -hmm. sure yet. So I know some people will run these Facebook ads for years because they keep getting comments and keep getting mm -hmm. uh, likes and shares. And I, I just think that at some point it falls off because people have seen it over and over again, and they're not going to buy your book or click your book. So so we'll see how this week goes. Uh, finally, I mentioned earlier mystery book series. I added the word series to the end of that when I gave it in my stats. Um, I'm trying to decide if I want to make this mystery book that I'm writing a series down the road. Um, it's, you know, when you look at a, a thing like Perot, who I love, Perot is a detective. So people come to him with murders. But then you look at Murder, She Wrote, and it, wherever Jessica Fletcher goes, somebody dies, which is, you know, it's like, it's like if Jim Cantori of the Weather Channel comes to your town, you should evacuate because you know there's a bad weather event coming. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same with Jessica Fletcher. If she comes to your town, somebody's going to die. And I don't really <laughs> want to have a character. My character, surprise, surprise, is an IT person. And um, I know it's weird, right? But I don't write about myself. Um, I, don't, I don't want my character to be like everywhere my character goes, a murder happens. And it's all of a sudden this weird and, and I know nobody ever addressed it in like 10 seasons of murder. She wrote, so maybe it's okay. I don't know, but um, I have some ideas based on my previous life of places that I can try that I traveled to that would make great settings for murders. And I remember one of them is we were at a quarterback camp in Pennsylvania. I think it was, I forget. I think it was somewhere in Pennsylvania and there were all these high school quarterbacks throwing the ball and they were being taught and there were fans there. And I think that'd be a great place for a murder mystery. So um, I have places like that, especially from my previous life where, um, where we were in some strange situations. I remember once we were, we were, um, we went to Seton hall men's basketball to fix their computer. We got there at like six o'clock on a Sunday night and at like nine o'clock, they just locked us in their athletic department, in their uh, basketball offices. They, beautiful, big <laughs> glass walls, like you could see out onto the practice court. It was amazing, but they locked us in. And at 5 a.m., 
uh, somebody came and opened the doors and let us out, which was fine because it took me all night to fix it. And uh, we went down to the student center and had breakfast and then left. So that would be a great place for a murder mystery too. So I have all these situations that I think would make great, you know, so I think I can make this a series and I can use like, I'm an IT person and I travel around a lot as the kind of the backdrop of, of murders keep happening wherever I go, which is kind of weird. So anyway, so that, that's all I have for news. Um, It's still the it's still the first pick in the draft, and I'm tenth, so I'm I'm nowhere near drafting. So maybe you won't get to hear me live drafting me in the podcast. Mm, sounds like you're gonna be a while. Yeah, it does. Um, okay, so in terms of last week, so last week I was back to work, and I for, had forgotten how worthless I am in the evenings when I work five days a week. Even last week where I worked from home on Tuesday, I was still I would get home on thir- on like Wednesday or, or Friday and just lay around like a slug because I was so tired. Um, but last week did happen. So let's talk about it here on Sunday. I did, like I said, plot into book seven, uh, chapter seven of the mystery book. Um, I did attempt, I talked about this last week. I attempted to put my books into drafted digital on the, only the paperbacks, obviously, because I'm Kindle limited. So I can't do eBooks, but you can do your, whatever you want with your paperbacks. So I went through the formatting process and got them all up there. And I spent about an hour, um, messing around with it. I actually went to Reedsy's formatter, which is the one that I use. And I spent about half an hour formatting and getting it where I wanted to go. And then I went to draft a digital and I realized, oh yeah, they have a formatting tool. I just wasted a half an hour. So, oh, so I went through that and did that. And when it came to the point where you priced your book, draft a digital's minimum price for me was $16.99. So Amazon's minimum price, I believe is $12.99. I have it at $13.99. So I make more than a dollar. I make like a dollar 20, I think or something like that. Uh-huh. But I couldn't go less than $16.99 on draft to digital. And I thought I'm I'm not putting my paperback out there for $16.99. Nobody's gonna buy it. And it would be kind of crappy to charge them that much More. everywhere else. And then you can go to Amazon and get it cheaper. So I just didn't yeah. do it. Um, I am gonna look into Ingram Spark. Um, I've heard Paul Teague talk about Ingram Spark on his podcast for the last few weeks. And on the 20 books um group, the Vegas group, Ingram Spark put out a, a code that you can use. So if you're if you're in that group, it, you don't even have to be going to Vegas. You can be basically, you can be a Vegas person or a virtual Vegas person in November and you get the, the code. And the, you know, the thing about Ingram spark, I don't like is they charge you money to like up, upgrade your uh, upload your book. And if you want to make an edit to it, you have to pay again. And, um, I make edits to my books all the time on Amazon. And, um, so this code makes all that free. So I may look into Ingram spark next. Uh, it, it, you know, I don't know if it's going to be today or not, but, um, <laughs> I'm also look, working on the paperbacks on the website. It is a very slow process for me, not because it's a slow process, but because I'm slow at doing it and, uh, but I'm getting closer. So that, that will happen at some point. Oh no, my dog's going crazy. There's a, there's <laughs> I have a my woman. office window open because it's so nice outside and I had to kick the dog out just in case. There's a woman who walks every day in front of my house and she's got to be about 75 years old. And she walks with a dog who has to be 16 or 17 because they both walk really slow. And her, even the the poor puppy's legs, you can tell her like baby deer balancing himself (laughs) legs. And I just, I feel bad because you know, the the dog, I don't feel bad that she's old. It's weird. I feel bad that the dog's old. I don't know why. Um, Anyway. um, So so let's see. That's my, that was my Sunday last week. So Monday, like I said, Monday through Friday, I was back in the office, except for Tuesday. I worked from home on Tuesday. Uh, they had a, we had carpet cleaners come in and the carpet cleaners get better rates if they do it during business hours. And because we didn't have many people there anyway, they were just like, let's just do it during business hours instead of after work, like we usually do and keep everybody home on Tuesday and Wednesday, depending on what part of the building you're in. So 
Uh, let's see. Thursday, I had my writer's club and it was very interesting. Um, there's a, a person in there named Michaela and she has been writing, reading to us for the last two years, this book she's writing. It's really good. It's got an interesting character in terms of the main character who I uh, had never read a character like that before. And she read her final chapter. And let me just say that yesterday was Michaela's birthday. So happy birthday, Michaela. Um, she read her final chapter, um, the, the end of her book, Thursday, something we'd all been waiting for because we were all curious how it ended. And um, spoiler alert for anyone who's going to read Michaela's book. Um, you don't even know who she is. So I don't know how you're going to read Michaela's book, but um, what well, you might, <laughs> but people listening may not. So um, her character died in the end. Ah, and okay. It, it was an interesting way that she did it where um, she has this paragraph at the end after she said he died where he, the character basically says, you know, I thought back to this. I thought back that don't worry, everything worked out. Okay. I'm fine. And it was an interesting way to end it, but the character that she built, that's the way that character would do it. Like it's perfect. It was perfect. Really enjoyed the ending. So there's a guy in our group and, and we did nothing but praise her for a good 10 minutes. Yeah. And there's a guy in our group who's in his seventies name's Dan. And he's one of the best when it comes to critiquing because he, he, I don't know what he's published and what he hasn't published, but he's really good at writing descriptions and he's really good. At, he gives really good critiques. Um, he did say that he didn't like my first book because it was confusing. And he also called the plane crash scene trite, which made me laugh. Um, but, but it's fine because his, his critiquing is very good. It's very constructive. I, I take everything he says, honestly, he did not like her ending. Um, and it was, and he, he kind of felt bad saying it which is strange for him because he never feels bad saying it, but he kind of felt bad. Like he apologized and he's like, I'm sorry. I just didn't get it. Like, is there an afterlife? How is he telling the story if he's dead? You know, this whole thing. And it's just like, no, that's the character. Like that is a, and he's like, there was no mention of paranormal. Like, how is this working? And I think he just couldn't accept the fact that that's just, he was looking for like a, a, a concrete reason why yeah. it was happening that way. When, when the rest of us were just like, no, that's perfect. It's we're good. We've, yeah. we've suspended like the that character disbelief. died. That's the finality. And then right. the character says something else. And he's like, wait, the finality is final. Right. Yeah. So we had a really good, good. I would say we had a really interesting conversation for like 30 minutes about this. And there were like suggestions on, you know, Dan gave a suggestion on how she could change it. And I know in, in writers groups, you don't necessarily want people to tell you how to change your story. You yeah. know, they may, for me, it's more about, did you understand what I'm trying to say? Did you like it? Does it need to be more descriptive? Did you feel the emotion? That kind of thing. You know, you're not really supposed to say, I think you should, you know, do this. I did it two months ago to the kid who's writing the star Wars one where I told him, I think you should change it to this. And then a couple of days later, I was like, Oh, why did I tell him that? I don't, I shouldn't have told him to change the story. And, um, so, so it was a really interesting conversation. Now I didn't get to read because I had proclaimed early on, I was going to go last and, um, and, and then I, we ran out of time, so I didn't get to read, but it was an interesting conversation about, um, how, what, like what people's expectations are, um, yeah. in, in books. And I, I think I, and I'm not sure I could be wrong about this. But I wonder if it's generational, like, oh. you know, you and I being younger and Michaela being, you know, half our age yeah. and Dan being almost twice 
my age, but not quite, maybe two thirds, whatever the math works out there. Whatever. Um, I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> if, yeah, don't, don't expect you to think. I know. I wonder if um, you're sick. I wonder if, um, if that's like a generational thing. Like, I don't know, but it was just really interesting to hear all these different points of view. And, and yeah. the reason that I told all that story is number one, I wanted to say happy birthday to Michaela. And number two was um, if you're not in a writer's group, I really think you should be in a writer's group. Um, I got lucky with mine where I live across the street from the library and I was over there one day getting a movie or something. And I just happened to see the flyer on the, on the shelf or on the let the cat, the area where you check out the checkout area saying writer's group. So I just, I went over one day, which was weird for introvert, introverted Jerry to do. And um, I've been there in there. Like this is my fourth year, I think in there. It's really good. So wow. I think um, if you're not in a writer's group, there's always a lot of it's interesting. Number one, the praise that you get, especially me, like on my third month in reading something finally and getting a lot of praise for it. That felt really good. Like that's one of the reasons I kept going, but um, also hearing some of the different points of view of the people on what they think or what they're expecting is also very interesting. So that's, yeah, I went. On, on I looked into writers groups down here, but um, I found a few, but they're all um, Christian fiction and my steamy romance just does not fit Probably. in. Um, I'll tell you what I'm deep in the Bible belt so if we were to continue to do ours online you could just join that and you could call in every 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 week but I know at some point sooner than later god I hope we're going to probably go back to meeting in person which is really (laughs) what I want I want to meet in person so yeah all right so I read my um I read my uh prologue at your Mm -hmm. writers club a couple years ago and um Dan liked it and said that even though romance isn't his genre he genre he would be interested in reading my book just because he was intrigued by the prologue and it's a good feeling like right? Dan. yeah felt good no i did too <laughs> dan's a good guy <laughs> yeah felt good dan's your favorite um all right so like i said monday through friday i did work every day uh i did not do any writing at all the entire week um i did not open up scrivener i did not do anything it wasn't because i didn't want to or i was taking a break i just didn't um I, my lunches were shorter because I was at work. It's hard to write at work. There's no restaurants up there allowing in-person seating. So I couldn't do that. So I just thought I'm not going to get anything done. I'm not going to deal with it. I'm just going to worry about it on Saturday. So on Saturday, I finally broke through the barrier that I've been having for the last few weeks and obviously the last year, and that's going into a restaurant and sitting for a while. And I went into Panera yesterday while I was out running my errands. And um, I, I found a table that was far away from people. And I, it was also near a door that kept making me cold every time it opened. But I thought, ah, you know, there's wind coming through. It'll knock that COVID down if it exists in there. And I wore my mask the entire time, unless I was eating, but I put it back on when I was done eating. And I sat there for about an hour and a half after I ate and I finished up chapter five and I added a bunch of stuff to it. I I had to add a couple, I I needed an ending and really the ending was just a couple paragraphs, but I I went in and, and, um, added some stuff to it. I, I edited chapters one and three to add more to it so that five made more sense. And then I did all of chapter six. I just have to add some description and some emotion to it. And I'll do that tomorrow. So very happy to get past that. I also went to Home Depot afterwards and I'm basically buying um, stones, like rocks in bags, like those big, I don't know, 40 pound bags or 50 pound bags, whatever. And they're, they're like four bucks each. And I'm buying them six at a time because I can only push six at a time in the cart. So I just buy six. Yeah, you talked about this last week. Yeah, yeah. And I put it in my trunk and then I go back the uh-huh. next day. So yesterday I bought six more and today I'll go back and get six more. But I also might stop 
uh, at the local Ace Hardware and get a couple bags of mulch because I want to start putting mulch down. I'm basically building a path from my golf simulator's door to my back door of my house a little bit at a time, which is fine. I could probably save a lot of money if I would just get a bunch of mulch in bulk. Or, or a bunch of stones. And, but then I don't want to do that. I don't, then you have to spread them and you need a wheelbarrow and it's a pain in the butt. So here I can just carry the bags down, drop them on the grass, open them up with a knife and dump them out and then use a, a rake to spread them. So it makes sense to me. I like it better that way. Mm-hmm. Do you um, know you can get mulch at Home Depot too? You don't have to stop at things. Well, but I'd have to fill, I'd have to have a second cart. So I, again, <laughs> only six bags of rocks at one time can be pushed. So. <clears throat> So, um, yeah, uh, I mean, I could, I could put it in the trunk and then go back in, but then when mm-hmm. the, I'd have to explain myself to the cashier lady when she saw me and maybe I'd go to a different cashier person, but cause she'd be, she'd be like, Oh, you again. And I'd have to have that conversation with her. Uh, I really can I give you a, can I give you a tip? Sure. This is how I would do it. Um, you know, as a military wife, I've had to learn how to do things on my own. And so what I would do is I would get a cart and I would put the rocks in it. And then I would take it up to the register and I would say, I'm going to go get some mulch. I'll be back. And then I would get another cart, put the mulch in it. And then I would go to the register and I would pay for it all. And then I would take the rocks out and load them and then come back and get the mulch and load it. That's a lot of walking it in one trip. You have to drive 30 minutes to get to Home Depot. You're driving way more than you would be walking. You're sitting while you drive. I mean, it's yeah. So anyway, I'm going to do that today. Okay. Uh, I also sent an email yesterday to Stuart Bache's team about my book cover. Uh, I, f- I finally did that and I hadn't got a response yet, but they're like Monday through Friday, nine to five group. So I'll probably mm-hmm. get a response tomorrow or Tuesday and we'll start getting the cover built for this book that I'm working on now. Uh, today, like I said, I'm going back to Home Depot. I'm gonna, I, got, I have a giant list of things today. I won't do them all, but I just made a list of these are the things I want to do. Um, I'll, you know what? I'll skip that. Let's just go to you. I'll, I'll talk about that when it comes to this week, since I haven't actually done those things yet. So tell me about your okay. week. Uh, my week was, what, what did you say? You laid around like a slug? Yes. After work? Yeah, I think I shared in your slugdom. Um, nice. Is slugdom a word? I don't think it's yes. a word. It is a- uh, Monday, I taught four classes. I woke up feeling terrible. Um, I don't know if you remember last weekend, Saturday, I had to leave the gym early because I wasn't feeling well. Um, but Monday I just felt terrible. Um, so I did go for a COVID test just to make sure, um, that I could send key into school. Cause I did have the symptoms, which a lot of the COVID symptoms are the same as the flu symptoms. And, you know, um, so the COVID test came back negative. So it probably was the flu. Um, and the longer the week went on, the more, I think it was the flu because both Jeremy and Kean got their flu shots and they stayed healthy. So I, I kind of feel like it probably was the flu. Um, so I didn't do anything else that day. Tuesday, I taught four classes, skipped the gym. I basically just laid in my chair. I napped. I watched movies. I did try to write. I put Ted in my lap and I turned Ted on and then nothing. Um, so, Out of context, that is a heck of a sentence. Yeah. As I was saying it, mm. I was thinking that as well. Yeah. Um, I also tried to crochet a little bit, but it just hurt to like hold up the hook. So I just laid around. Wednesday, I taught four classes. I was just laid in my chair and watched movies. Thursday, I taught four classes. I was still sick. Friday, I taught four classes. I was still sick. Um, Yesterday, I did start to feel better. I was probably running on about 40 to 50%. Um, So I sat on the patio and I put on some instrumental music on the TV. And I wrote chapter 15 on TED, which was really nice. Um, 
it's so easy to just write the words. And a few times I would stop and I would think, okay, I need to look up a word, but I was like, no, I'm not gonna look up a word. So in parentheses, I just put insert word. And then I just kept on typing. Um, there's a sex scene in chapter 15 that, you know, when you're running on 40 to 50%, you can't write a sex scene. So I just put insert sex scene here <laughs> and I kept on. Oh, writing. and we have a podcast title. <laughs> anyway, so I did sit outside for about three hours Um just enjoyed the weather and did some writing. And that was nice. I didn't do much else yesterday. Um, today I got up, like I said, at six forty-five since we turned our clocks. Um, and I sat down in my office and I had my cereal and then I started playing with my spreadsheets and I started making pie charts for my credit card expenses and completely lost track of time. And you texted me and said, I'm ready to podcast when you are. And I was like, uh, I kind of forgot about that. So uh, I did work on my spreadsheet and then the outline for the podcast. Um, later today, I think I'm going to try to write some more. It's supposed to be 84 and sunny. Um, oh, I'm oh, going to so sit jealous. on my patio and just enjoy it and, and maybe bust out chapter 16. I still need to finish chapter 12 and write 13 and 14. Um, but I'm kind of at the climax of the book and I want to keep rolling with that. Oh, that's probably what I'll do today. Um, oh, I have to do laundry too. So I haven't done laundry yet. Um, as far as my running list of future things to do, it hasn't changed. Finish book two, obviously. I might just take off the watch video links you send of Craig and Dave Chesson because I really don't see myself watching them. Well, it was mostly know. about, it was mostly about advertising. I know you were doing the advertising at the time. It was about yeah. keywords and things like that. So yeah, I would say if you're not going to, you're not doing any advertising, there's no point in wasting time to watch it. Yeah. Right I now. mean, I'll keep them. I'm not going to delete the links, but just at this point, I'm not advertising. So, um, and then book covers. It's funny because as I'm sitting here right now, I'm like motivated. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to email Diana and I'm going to like really get a book cover going. We'll see if that motivation lasts. It's, it's fading as I speak, actually. So I, actually, <laughs> I think my biggest, my biggest problem is I don't know, like for Reluctant Heart, I had an idea in my head of what I wanted, but for Fire and Ice, I know what I want, but it doesn't match Reluctant Heart. And I don't know how to mesh the two together. So I don't know if I send Diana an email and say, Hey, listen, I, it's going to be a, a set. So like, I need them to look similar and this is what Fire and Ice is about can you just create something and then we'll go from there? Cause I don't know where to start. So that's kind of how book cover authors work most of the time. Like you're, when you, you had, I remember you had said last time that you went to your Diana, that's her name. You Diana. went to her and said, here's what I want the cover to look like. Where I don't think a lot of people do that, especially oh, really? authors. Yeah. Like for this one, for mine, I just said, here's the plot of my book, make me a cover. And then let them come up with it. Cause I have no idea. And they know what, but then you and- like make changes and alterations and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, the only changes I would make is like, hey, can you, you know, you, you put a male character in there, but she's a female character in this book, things like that. Oh. But no, I did not. In fact, I've had three, I've had two book covers made now. The other ones I picked from the, 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 the novella book covers, I just picked from the goonwrite.com. And, yeah. But the, the way that they're similar, by the way, the way they're, they're, they're linked together is by the font and the placement of your name and the title. That's 
So that's kind of how people see series. So if you look at a Stephen King books or Tom mm-hmm. Clancy books, the covers may not be anything alike in terms of the graphics, the pictures that are on there because the stories are different, but the font and the placement, what's it called? The, mm. uh, I forget what the, the word is I'm trying to think of, but it's like the, your, your book has this, um, oh, I don't remember the word, but but every the way that your 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 name might be at the top and the title might be at the bottom with the same yeah. block font or whatever. That's how they that's how they they create that. See, my theme. title and my name are at the bottom, and when I was working with Diana, she actually put the title at the top of my name at the bottom. And I was like, oh, I don't think I like that. And then when she put it at the bottom, I'm like, yeah, that's much better. But then when I got the actual book in hand, I'm like, I should have put the title at the top. Yeah, I would say do that just send tell her this is what it's about you know this is who the main character is and then it's she knows what sells she knows yeah i would assume she knows what books sell she knows what on the cover sells um you know i I would say let her do that and just you don't have to accept it if you don't like it obviously you say i don't like it but if it's you know i've I've never said no i mean i think uh stewart base sent me two last time and i picked one of they were completely different and i picked one of the two so she might say, well, I'll give you three examples and you can yeah. choose the one you like, something like that. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I need to, I need to email her and just get on that. So I actually took book covers off my list because as I said, I emailed him yesterday. So hopefully that, that starts out, but I still have learn SEO on my list as a running list of future things to do. I don't want to take that off my list, although I haven't done much with it because it sounds so boring. Um, yeah. So it's going to stay on my list until I either do it or decide to take it off there. And right now I'm still on the, I'm going to go ahead and do that train. So, yeah. <laughs> In terms of addicted to, I don't really have anything because other than being a slug, because that's what I was for, for most of the week. <clears throat> um, you know, I was back to work. I would get, I, so I would get up at five and I get home around six every day. Mm. Um, and then on Thursday I got home and immediately had to turn around and get online and do the two hour, uh, writer's club. So it was just, a, it was a busy week. Um, so I don't really have an addicted to this week. I'm sure I'll have something back. The, I'm sure Perry Mason will go back on my list next week. So. <laughs> I would say mine is still Fruity Pebbles because Fruity Pebbles is what gets me out of bed every morning. I lay there and I think, oh, I should just go back to sleep. And I'm like, no, Fruity Pebbles are waiting for me. I like that it's what gets you out of bed. Like that's not a negative. That's kind of a, that's how you get your day going. So for me, it's like, yeah, too to bad. It's it. not like, it's not like something healthy. Well, yeah, for me, it's like, I have to take a shower in the morning. If I don't, I feel crappy all day. And for you, it's like, wait, I got to get some fruity pebbles so that I can get my day going. It's like your vitamin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week I teach four classes on Monday. Um, normally Monday is my day off and I don't have anything on my calendar. Um, but I might do some cleaning and stuff just because I basically took last week off. Um, I haven't decided yet. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. Um, Tuesday, I also have four classes and then push class in the morning. I have physical therapy in the afternoon. And then right after that, I have to take my dog to the vet. He's way behind on his, um, vaccinations because of COVID and, and all of that. We just got behind. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to write that day cause it's going to be pretty busy Wednesday. I only have two classes. Um, and then I have group training at the gym and then I want to write Thursday. I have two classes. I have Pilates in the morning and physical therapy in the afternoon. Friday, I have two classes. Um, I have body pump in the morning and then right in the afternoon. And it's supposed to rain here all week. Um, it's going to be warm. It's going to be like high 60s, low 70s, but it's going to be rainy. Um, and sometimes sitting out on the patio in the rain is kind of the best too, because it's screened in and, you know, it's nice. 
Um, Saturday, I push class in the morning and then I have no idea what I'll do after that. Sunday, podcast, maybe write, order groceries, clean, you know, the norm. Yeah. I did hire I, another cleaning person. Yeah. Um, they're not coming until the 30th. So that's not too bad. A couple of weeks to dirty things up. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, uh, Sunday, let's see last Sunday. So I went back to home Depot. And, so I did a bunch. Oh no, this is this coming week. I'm getting this coming getting, week. Yeah. Yeah. So that's today's list that I didn't go over earlier. So I've, like I said, I have a big old list here. <clears throat> I won't do it all, but I'm going to try to do some of it. Um, I realized that about nine 45 this morning before I text or after I texted you, but before you wrote back to me and said, that you were ready. I realized, yeah, I didn't go to the grocery store this morning. I always go to the grocery store on Sunday morning. The thought never crossed my mind. Like I just completely forgot. So I may have to do that at some point today. Cause I don't have much food and I'm working from home all week. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go back to home Depot and get six more bags of rocks rocks. And then I might stop at ACE here in town and get some mulch. The reason I want to do ACE is because they're, if I need one or two, I can just drive over and get it. I'm going to need more mulch than I am um, rocks. So, and, and again, I'm like, I like doing the little baggies, even though it's like uh, tedious and one at a time. Um, I just like that better. So I'm probably going to keep plotting my mystery book. That'd be later on this, this afternoon, probably later in the evening that I would try to get another chapter finished there. Uh, I'm going to look into my paperbacks. I'm like I said, Ingram spark and getting on my website. Uh, that stuff's going slow, but yeah, it's going. Uh, golf yeah. simulator. I want to, I want to hit the ball a little bit out there today. It's supposed to be nice for us. It's going to be nice, which is about 48 degrees and sunny. Uh, <laughs> and, and I can tell That's it's freezing. sunny. I actually have my front door open and it's not, it's, I can, it's really sunny out. Plus I'm pretty sure Max has been outside since we started this podcast. So he's either run away or he's laying on the deck in the sun out there. Hmm. I'm not sure which. Um, I'm pretty sure he's probably sunning because he doesn't go too far away from you. No. And he um, also, there's really no way for him to get out. Um, I don't think there is. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have the Scrivener video that I bought last week or two weeks ago from Mark Dawson for like 20 bucks, which is a nice deep dive into Scrivener. I want to watch some of that. And something that I did not do before I started writing the time travel series because I didn't know it existed was I went in this morning and I bought the Kalytics mystery suspense thriller report that came out mm -hmm. last month, about a month ago. And I want to go through that and really look at the categories and the, the things that are selling well, because even though I already know what my book's plot is, I have a pretty good idea where it's located. There might be certain things that are selling well that I could then work into the story so that I can then put it into that category that's doing well and maybe have a better chance of selling. And so mm -hmm. I believe it's like a keyword report in there too, where you can look at keywords. And I, again, I have no plans on publishing this for months, but I might get a jump on it now. And, and uh, so I bought that. So I want to go through that today. There's also a 45 minute video that came with it that I did not know about. I thought it was just a couple of PDFs. There's like a 45 minute video. So, um, and that, is that all for today? Oh, and I have my back room. So I have this, tell me if you have any room like this in your house where I have this pattern where I, I clean it clean it really well. It looks fantastic. And then over a period of months, it slowly starts to clutter again and clutter. I don't know how it happens. It's like the stuff just shows up. <laughs> weird. Um, blame somebody else that lives in this house, except there is no one else. And uh, so then, it, and then I go and clean it again and then it all happens again. And it's like this, this maybe nine to 12 month pattern that I'm in where this happens. Mm -hmm. So today I want to go in and clean it and make it look really nice again. And, uh, and um, yeah, so that's another thing that I want to do today. So there's a lot on that list for today. Um, do you have any rooms like that? Does your garage get that way? No, your, I, I mean, room? like I pick up and put away a lot. Um, and we do this thing where I set a timer for 20 minutes and the three of us just walk around and pick up and put away and pick up and put away. We do that about once a week. Um, because I clutter 
makes my head hurt. I just can't. Oh. I just can't. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Like I said, I'm back working from home this week. So my, my, my days will pretty much go like this up at 5am to write work from seven to 1130 lunch from 1130 to one where I got into my golf simulator, unless it's raining. I think it's supposed to rain one day this week. And then uh, if I'm not in the simulator, I'll keep writing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying where I'm at in the story right now. Uh, the thing that I cut out, you know, my biggest fear was I'm not getting into like the inciting incident. No, I'm not getting into the, the whole crossing the threshold of the hero's journey where they go back in time, which is the, the main part of the story. until like chapter 19 in my first draft. And that's just too much. That's too, too long. Um, mm -hmm. So the stuff I cut out, I'm really glad that I cut it out. And now I'm moving forward to within a couple of chapters, they're going back in time and pretty happy about that. So I'm, I'm moving forward with that. It is Vegas week. So on Wednesday, I'll be flying. Not really because it's March Madness week and COVID is around and we're not going to Vegas again this year and it stinks and I'm very disappointed, but it is March Madness week, um, which is nice. So that starts on Thursday. And um, one of my coworkers is going to Vegas on Wednesday. I will be Venmoing him some money and saying, can you please place these bets for me on Wednesday and Thursday? So at least I get to do some gambling, which is exciting. So let's see Saturday. Uh, oh, I'm gonna go back to Panera on Saturday. I'm, I'm happy that I did that this week. And I'm going to try to do that again next week, spend a couple hours there. So this should be a really good writing week for me. And I knock on wood because getting up at 5am every day to write, sometimes it's a little bit tough, but this should be a good writing week for me, um, leading into uh, Sunday, but I will continue my home Depot trips, uh, Saturday and Sunday next week, as I continue to build my path in my backyard and leading to my golf simulator. So I'm happy about that. Uh, and then on Sunday, we'll do the podcast. I'll do some writing. It'll be the same thing that, you know, next week where I'll have a big list of things to do on Sunday and, um, yeah, and I'll do some of them and not all of them. And that is my week. And that is the podcast. Do you have anything else to add? No, I don't think I do. And you're feeling better. You're not sick anymore. Um, I'm, I, I would say that I'm at 70 to 80% today. So I expect tomorrow to be back right up to where I need to be to be okay. productive. And yeah, because 2,500 words a week is pretty good. I mean, it's maybe a little bit lower than you want to be to get it done anytime soon, but it's a, it's a nice start from where you'd been the last few weeks. So. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And Ted is helping. Ted is doing well. Yeah, Ted is Ted is great. Ted is great. Okay. I, like Ted. I, I haven't started using my version of Ted yet. I'm thinking about calling him Robin. I like the idea of just calling him Robin. And yeah. even though yours is a Bill and Ted, mine's going to be a Ted and Robin, so. Yeah, that's like Ted and Robin is good. I actually almost put a sticker on mine because I he has a name sticker. He says Ted, and I almost put Have you met Ted? <laughs> but yeah, I, I like left that, that off. Yeah. So. All right. Well, if you have any questions or comments for us, you can reach me Jerry at jerryevanoff.com. You can find my website jerryevanoff.com, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and buy me a coffee. I'm on there. Um, Twitter is Jerry E25. Facebook is Jerry Evanoff author. I'm actually, I'll tell you one thing that I'm getting that was a little bit unexpected from these Facebook ads is I do get the occasional person who likes my page, which is, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't post enough on there to validate them actually liking it, but they do <laughs> like my page, which I, I really, interest, I really need to figure out how to use Facebook more. Just, I used to post on Facebook when I first got on Facebook as, you know, my personal account, I used to post all kinds of stuff, you know, all the things that made me laugh or things I was doing or if I'm on vacation. And then I quit doing that because I, you know, I just don't do it anymore. 
Um, I post on Facebook like three times a year, but I feel like that the Facebook author page is something that I should do because it's a way to engage people. So maybe I'll, anytime I get some thought that I was going to put on Facebook, but then I don't, because I rarely do it. Um, maybe I'll put it on the author page and just make that mm. almost like my, my personal Facebook page. Cause that's where my life happens. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. How about you? Oh, um, my website is lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Lindsay Evanoff author. And on Twitter, I am Evanoff Lindsay. If you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com. 